You're listening to Career Up Now's Socially Distanced Close-Ups podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Caro Cook. Today, I'm joined by Anne Winblad, who is the co-founder and managing director at Hummer Winblad Ventures Partners. She's a leading venture capitalist who has focused on software investing and making a difference in the local community. Anne, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Why and how did you become an entrepreneur? Well, in many ways, I'm an unlikely entrepreneur and especially unlikely venture capitalist. I grew up in a small town in Minnesota. My dad was a high school basketball coach, my mom a nurse. My dad, the first in his family who ever went to college. I'm the oldest of six kids, only eight years apart between me and my youngest sister. I was fortunate that when I went to college in Minnesota at the University of St. Catharines and the University of St. Thomas, they started teaching computer science classes. So when I graduated in 1973, there was no pandemic, but there was raging unemployment followed by inflation, uh, followed by the resignation of the president of the United States, which if only that would happen now. But I was offered many jobs because I was a math major and had computer science skills. And so I took a job at the Federal Reserve Bank and I learned quickly that I was not a good person to hire in any kind of corporation. A year out of college, about a year and a half out of college actually, I resigned, convinced three more skilled programmers than me to take a year off and to start a software company. That was a seminal year, I got lucky, uh, which was very fortunate, luck plays a role here. 75 was the same year that Microsoft started, Apple started shortly thereafter, and Oracle started in 1977. Uh, So it was the beginning of the contemporary software industry as we know it today, but none of us knew each other or knew that. We just were off to the races. Uh, Bill Gates, who started Microsoft, had much better coding skills than me and uh, decided not to finish college. And uh, I had school loans. I had no experience as an entrepreneur. I did not know any other entrepreneurs. I never knew the term entrepreneurs. I just knew that the Federal Reserve Bank and any other corporation was not a place that should hire me. Uh, I loved software. That first coding course I took in college, most people learn coding earlier these days, was a magic thing. Economy of software was obvious to me. You think, you code, you build product. You don't need much capital. And I was fortunate that I started early. So it was a giant group grope in the software industry. So we could make tons of mistakes and we certainly made them. Uh, But if we built good product, we could build great companies. I was in Minnesota until the end of 1984 when I sold my software company. uh, We had many acquisition offers and I had finally discovered that winter was optional but I needed to earn a lot more money to afford California. So I moved to California and uh, then became another entrepreneur and co-founded Hummer Winblad Venture Partners. And we were the first venture capital firm that invested solely in software starting. We made our first investment in 1989. When we started our fundraising right in the middle of it was the 1987 market crash. So I seemed to like bad economies or not pay attention to them. Uh, and I'm a living example of that in macro environments, you can still make a big difference and, and still be an, and it's a true test of an entrepreneur. 
my mantra is that complexity and uncertainty are signposts for opportunity and you only see that if you're a true entrepreneur wow that's a that's a, a great quote right there and and what a what a venture adventure you've had so i was wondering what advice do you have for younger new entrepreneurs yeah for for new entrepreneurs um i think one of the opportunities you have is uh if you're still in college um do an internship at a startup and see if you are really an entrepreneur it's if you don't like complexity and you don't like uncertainty and by the way we've got that in spades everywhere now but it's in spades more inside a startup you'll learn that fast uh and if you do want to be an entrepreneur you'll get your feet wet on where you fit in an organization um startups especially in software are much more fungible organizations they're flatter most of our companies that we fund, and we are the first venture investors in our enterprise software companies we fund, most of them don't try to hire bench experience, uh, some of that, but they really wanna find people who are still on their curve of earning their stripes and are willing to learn and are willing to continue to take risks and have great listening skills, um, really, you know, ha have sort of an innate ability to understand products and markets at the same time. So figure out if you are that person. There are many innovative jobs in corporations now. Uh, almost every corporation has an investment group that co-invests with venture capitalists. About 50% of all the deals done in the last few years had a corporation in them as well. There are innovation groups. Uh, most companies discovered that they weren't that far along in their digital transformation. They weren't prepared for the final exams that came in March uh, for called the pandemic. So there's a lot of innovation going on there. That was not so true in uh, 1973 when I graduated from college. So you can find your way as an entrepreneur in large corporations if you need more certainty. If you really are ready for uncertainty, and Bradley, it sounds like you really understand complexity and uncertainty yourself. That's, that's your true test. But if you, you, you also need to find a place you fit. In our companies, we value mission and cultures. Uh, there are certain entrepreneurs we will not fund, even though we know their market opportunities and productivities are greater, are great because we don't believe in their core values. They don't have strong missions. And you have to determine where you belong as well. Uh, talk to other entrepreneurs and ask them to bring you along. Uh, find a network early versus later. What is one value that you hold dear? Well, there are many values I hold dear, but I do value intellectual honesty highly. And it's a hard trait to have. It means that you really do know what your moral compass is, that you are willing to say when you don't know something, that you are willing to balance risk and that moral compass at all times. And it, it is a hard trait to find. Uh, most people are learning on the job and they don't want to admit that they haven't figured everything out, and that's the time you fail. 
So intellectual honesty coupled with a strong moral compass are really the core values I see in strong leadership in entrepreneurial companies. Wow, that's really inspiring and also just such a core principle. I want to thank you so much for joining us today and wish you tremendous success in all your worthy endeavors. Thank you very much, Bradley, and the same to you.